<clears throat> Good morning, everybody. Um, so it's a new year. Happy New Year. Um, I want to talk about uh, the Czech Republic, where I currently am and where my beloved uh, fiancé is from. And um, so here we are. Um, five fun facts about the Czech Republic. So one, it's like um, the dead center of Europe, kind of, because it's like East meets West, because it uh, is the westernmost Slavic country. So the Slavs, you know, have like Russia, Ukraine, uh, Belarus, it's like East Slavic, then South Slavic, you're like, you know, Serbian and Bulgarian and uh, Romanian, um, although there's a Latin influence in the language, a strong Latin influence, but still, uh, well, it's basically a Latin language with a bunch of um, Slavic vocabulary, apparently. But anyway, um, still Slavic country, and blah, 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 you know. But then the Western Slavic countries, Slovakia, Czech Republic, which were Czechoslovakia until, like, what, the 90s, um, and uh, Poland. They're like the West Slavic. But Czech Republic's the, the westernmost, you know? And it's just tucked in there, just next to Germany. Kind of um, like, so back when Germany was split, you know, East and West Germany, um, the Czech Republic was the only country that shared a land border with both, you know? So you'd be like, let's go to Germany. Which one? Ha ha, you know? Um, and uh, yeah, so it's kind of just Germany's northwest from Czech Republic. And um, so it's right in the middle of Europe there, but it is... And it's um, strongly connected to Western Europe through, like, basically it used to be, um, it was the Kingdom of Bohemia became the Czech Republic. It was called Bohemia until, like, 100 years ago. And then um, in the, with the fall of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, the end of World War One, all these countries were divided up, um, and um, thus was born Czechoslovakia. Um, but then, and then Bohemia wasn't used anymore, although you can use it to refer to the biggest part within the Czech Republic. But anyway, um, but back in the day, the Kingdom of Bohemia, um, think the ro the royals of them married into, um, you know, well, basically, long story short, they became the, um, the, the, the emperor, the King of Bohemia became the emperor of the Holy Roman Empire, which is basically Germany, like the first Reich of Germany. They had part of Northern Italy. It used to have a lot of Italy back in the day. Um, you know, but basically a bit of Italy and, um, all, all of Germany, but it's this huge medieval empire. Um, and, um, it's called the Holy Roman empire. And, uh, for a long time, um, like basically the capital was moved to Prague. And so the Czech Republic was the, you know, the heart of the empire. And, um, and, uh, so it was very, you know, Western European traditions were, you know, kind of mingled with the Slavic um, culture, you know, um, created this kind of melting pot thing. Um, and so, and yeah, it was a very wealthy, successful, beautiful, prosperous part of Europe. Um, and so that's cool. It's, and even now it's like part of the European union, but it was one of the Warsaw Pact countries. Um, but it had a pretty rough time, you know, the, the rest, the other Warsaw Pact countries invaded it when it was kind of perceived, I don't know the exact details I need to learn, but basically getting a bit too free, it seems. And um, so the others, you know, kind of attacked it. Um, 
But uh, it is this kind of, and then, you know, after the fall of communism, it's been kind of developing more on a democratic capitalist model again. And, uh, but it's just very interesting uh, place, I think, that, that kind of East um, meets West, you know, it, so it's like Central Europe, like dead on, you know. Uh, and this is very beautiful. It's very nice. I suggest you visit. Two, okay. Um, uh, Protestantism kind of began here. Like uh, the Bohemian Reformation was like, began at least a hundred years before the, the, what's usually called like the Reformation of the Western Church, where they're like, oh, the Catholic Church, they're all out of control. They've all got like a bunch of concubines and wives and you know, armies and they like kill people and they have these huge palaces. What, what's going on here? Isn't, is this like some mafia running the religion? Um, their words, not mine. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so the Bohemian Reformation starting in the Czech Republic with like, uh, Jan Hus, like John Hus, you know, the Hussites, Hussites. Um, I don't know if he was the starter of it or if he was just the major figure, but yeah, he, uh, so there's this big, movement about, you know, kind of getting to the roots of, you know, practicing the real um, uh, teachings of Jesus, you know, and all about emphasizing the connection between the individual and God, and kind of, you know, not just having this lavish priesthood with all this wealth and power, but kind of more, you know, pr back to the roots kind of thing, you know. Uh, so, and that, you know, had all this crazy history and caused a bunch of persecution here. Um, but uh, had a big influence on Protestantism around the world. And, you know, um, which, of course, you know, Christianity is not perfect, has a lot of problems and, you know, but uh, I think uh, pretty good, pretty good philosophy. Love thy neighbor. If you actually follow the words of Jesus, it's pretty good. Basically like Buddhism. It's like, yeah, we're all one, you know, don't hurt people, you know, if you can't, if you can avoid it, you know, love thy, ne thy neighbor and love thine enemy. Um so I think that's a pretty cool thing that, you know, they had this big influence here. Okay, so three, um, what, what have we got? Spa towns. It seems, I'm not sure, but it seems like the whole thing of mineral spas, like, you know, bathing in and even drinking, um, which I was doing yesterday, um, the mineral water from the natural springs, um, which of course, you know, it's very good for you. We now know like, People take Epsom salt baths, you know, athletes do, etc. to, um, you know, you can um, allow your, if you have more magnesium in your system, I think it, there's certain things that like is good for the muscles, but there's also things where it allow, it boosts your liver's ability to detox. If you've got more of some of these salts or whatever. So that's why, you know, um, Epsom salts, like, they'll also help you if you're sick, they'll help you detox. They help your liver kind of flush stuff out faster. Um, <clears throat> so... It seems like uh, in Bohemia, in up here, in the uh, kind of the north here, uh, there's these natural springs, and it seems from early on, like 1200 or something AD, um, that people, the you know, kind of elites started to figure out, like, oh, there seems to be some benefit here. And so these we're in Teplitza here, and this is a was called Little Paris, like back in the day, and it was like everyone would go here to go take the waters and go to the you know. There's another one we just out, you know, Karlova. Uh, Karlovivari or Karlsbad as it used to be called um really beautiful place um but uh yeah so there's all these spas and people go we'd go in for their health but basically I think it's kind of like all these probably malnourished medieval and you know early modern people were just like 
um, getting salt, getting enough minerals, you know, trace minerals, like getting their selenium levels up and stuff, probably, and just, oh, I feel great. You know, of course you do. Now, nowadays, we have multivitamins. But anyway, um, so that's pretty cool. That began here, it seems. I'm sure it's probably other places around the world doing it. But in the in Europe, it seems like that was like where the culture began, maybe. All right, three, um, bohemianism, like being a bohemian. So, you know, like an alternative lifestyle, like, yeah, you know, kind of cultured and sophisticated, artsy, or you're into art and stuff, but not necessarily caring about like money and prestige and power and the usual basic trajectory of like an animal, you know, kind of the more animal level of humans. Like, oh yeah, I just want, you know, develop a strong foundation and kind of gain wealth and, you know, opportunities, you know, and there's a beautiful way to do that also, of course. Um, and I, I would advocate really marrying that, like having a combination of that and a more enlightened, artful existence, you know, the balance between them. Um, in most cases, I think that that's the best recipe. But anyway, bohemians, you know, often like shunning, you know, you know, all that stuff just for just, you know, having this alternative lifestyle. So, you know, a bohemian, it sounds cool and whatever, but it seems that, um, so that came from the, it seems the French, the, the term bohème, bohème or bohème, la bohème, I don't know, je ne sais pas, uh, but uh, it, um, they were apparently, ref the French used that term for like these kinds of people, uh, 18, uh, 19th and 20th centuries who were like, kind of, you know, uh, being a bohemian, right? Um, and because it seems like that was a word they used for the Romani, the Roma, gypsies. Um, and so they started using it for these other people. Why were they using that for the Roma? It seems because they seem to have migrated into France from Bohemia, the kingdom of Bohemia, in like the 15th century. So like, you know, you can trace that, but that term, you know, Bohemians. So just an interesting thing that like that kind of traces back. Now, I don't know if this is involved at all. That's just what I read on Wikipedia. Who knows if that's true? This is something where, you know, anything controversial, mm, Wikipedia is probably going to lie to you, but um, for that dollar bills, you know, whoever's paying the bills. Um, but uh, in this case, I'd probably trust it. But um, then again, Bohemia is also, uh, the kingdom of Bohemia was renowned for art and culture and, you know, kind of more esoteric, you know, pursuits and development among the, the elite. So I wonder if that also has an influence there. Like, you know, Rudolf II was, you know, doing all these magical and scientific uh, alchemical experiments and stuff back in the day. So I'm not sure if that's connected to the where this idea of like a sophisticated kind of a bit, you know, oddball, not going the normal path thing came from. Who knows? Anyway, um, final thing. Drum roll. It's where the dollar comes from. The Czech Republic. Bohemia. So dollar like the you have the singapore dollar the zimbabwe dollar um the australian dollar new zealand dollar uh you know um whatever um of course the us dollar canadian dollar the us dollar so that was inspired by the spanish dollar before it which was like a piece of eight like the silver coin and that in turn was based on um i think possibly because the Habsburgs ruled Spain and they also ruled Austria, the Austria-Hungarian Empire and which included Bohemia. So basically there's a town called um, Joachim, uh, Joachim, 
yeah, oh my god, <laughs> I need help, some help here. Uh, Yahidom or something, Yahidim, and it used to be called Yahim's Tal. And, um, and they started minting silver coins back in the Holy Roman Empire when Prague, you know, Bohemia was um, the heart or, or you know, uh, part of the Holy Roman Empire. And then eventually, you know, Prague became the capital. But, um, and so they started minting these silver coins there and it was called Joachim's Thaler. So they just, and then it was abbreviated, uh, like, so they put Ur on the end of Joachim's Tal, the town. Joachim's Thaler, that became Thaler, right? And then that became Dollar. <laughs> so uh, let, let's just quickly look up here. Uh, for, so... Uh, where is the uh okay so Yachimstal yeah for, uh, former name of Yachimov yeah Yachimov that's it so there you go that the dollar comes from the Czech Republic who knew um so all right everyone see you next week god bless enjoy